Welcome to the Power Sticking Together with me, your host, Leisha Trimble, and my special guest, Evangelist Tashika Harris. Listen, I couldn't wait to get my sister in Christ, a special friend of mine's bike on the post. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you to her. And she's just gonna grace you for a moment and then I'm gonna tell you a really nice, quick story. So, Evangelist Harris, welcome to The Post again. Hey, I am always excited to be with you, sister. Always excited to be a part of the great things you are doing for the kingdom of God. Awesome, awesome. You know, when man, you get together, it's like <laughs> putting us in the kitchen together. Mm. Child, I'm telling you, we light it up. Listen, some <laughs> grease is about to be popping, honey. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so today's topic is one that is needed. And we're going to be talking about how should we restore our village and what is the plan of action? Because all this month, even though we're stepping into a new one, God is still dealing with me on the same thing the village it takes a village to raise a child but now we need some strategic plans in the way we need things that we need to do and really i'm sounding the alarm we got to get out these shadows we got to stand up we got to have all hands on deck listen go back and listen to all those old messages on the village i promise you you will not be disappointed but what better person to have on this podcast is Evangelist Harris because she is putting the work in. What is the plan of action? How should we restore our village? I'm reminded of a story concerning David returning to the camp and finding his camp destroyed and the enemy enslaving his family and those who faithfully found, um, who faithfully served him. Their families was taken too. Today, our village has been enslaved with such from poverty, violence, unjustifiable death, and the lack of resources to meet the needs of families in need. It's time to do as David. After hearing the complaints of his people, you know what happened, sis? I think you could help me out of that. What happened? What did David do? David had to do something different in order to get different results. You David had to do something different to get... David could not continue to do the same thing because the enemy was already privy to a lot of the things that 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 was done in war and battles. And David had to do something different Woo! in order to get a different result. Mm, so he couldn't fight with that sword right now. So, 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 you know, he couldn't fight. Everything that they tried to, 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 to give him all the way from Saul, who tried to give him his armor, he could not even go looking like a soldier. He <laughs> had to do something totally different to get different results. Who you in the house? Because at the end of, at the end of the day, these people was asking him, why you let this happen to our families? Mm -hmm. And angry and wanted to kill him. 
You know, David had to do something different. One of the things I know that David had to do was encourage himself in the Lord. Oh my gosh. You mean to tell me your kid partner, everybody you hang around, everybody that say, girl, I got your back. Everybody say, man, you my dog. Even though I don't like that, I'm not your dog. But anyway, (laughs) you mean to tell me that type walked away from him? and wanted to stone him, they accused him of, here we are here fighting war for you, and the enemy done came in and took our families. Man, I'm about to kill you. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm. Here's the whole point. He couldn't ask for help from them, but he knew God was his help. Mm. So David went in, he go that different, and he talked to God. First Samuel 30 is where it all began, but somewhere in the middle of distressing in this chapter, he found the strength to talk to God about his village. Man, his whole, he was a leader in the village and then set it on fire. What you say? So he felt that same pain of what happened because it was not only affecting the villagers in his village, these things in, of, of enslavement was real for him. My, my, my. So we're all in the same village. We should be able to feel what this village is going through. <laughs> Woo. Mm. The mm. enemy destroyed everything and took his... He came by that camp with smoke. They lit it up. <laughs> they, lit, they, they made their presence known. You hear me? You out here thinking you winning battles behind battles and then here comes the enemy. I'm going to light you up and I'm going to take your family. What you going to do? Obviously, David had a little fear of him before he stepped out because he was in distress. But the Bible reads in Samuel, 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, but David found strength. You hear me? In the Lord. After being distressed, The men in the camp wanted to stone him for allowing the great evil to befall upon them. David found strength in God. It is so easy to blame someone else for what is happening in our village. Can we find a solution and where can we start? David found the strength in God and asked, what do we do? God answered him with a go and recover all. Listen. I have the pleasure of having a woman of God who understands the state of our village. She is willing to sound the call and recover all. Again, I know we already said it, but I said once again to you, thank you. Listen, just to be on and just to be able to collaborate in the spirit and sound the alarm. Uh. Listen, I am doing amazing. (laughs) You hear that? So she ready. So we're not going to get too long carry out with the story. We want to go straight into it. So our village is burnt. Smoke flames everywhere. I'm just, I'm flipping the script. Our village is burnt. Smoke flames everywhere. And we are picking up stones ready to kill those we feel are responsible for the state of distress we are now found in. We want to stone them all. So explain to me, Evangelist Harris, How can we restore the village? 
That is a very good question. And, and you know, it is a question that I believe has multiple answers. Hmm. So I, I want to take it to the foundation. My answer deals with foundation because anything built on a strong foundation will stand. And if we want our village to stand, the first thing we have to do is we have to check the foundation. Mm. We have to make sure that the foundation has the ingredients in it to uphold our village, to uphold um, the things that need to be upheld so that 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 we are not in despair and that we're not caught up in the the trenches of 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 devastation and, and lack and all of the things that come with a broken village. And so as we think about the foundation of our village, you know, when I think about the foundation of my village, I think about my grandfather who is the late Reverend Charlie McCormick. And uh, he preached Sunday, Wednesday. You know, he preached with his lifestyle. He was a very strong foundation for our family. Mm. And so we don't have an excuse uh, as to why we made this choice or that choice because we had an example. And so with making sure that your foundation is strong. We need examples. We need people and family members and and parents and teachers and those who are in society who truly want to build a village that is lasting and strong and productive with honor, right? We need people who do not mind being the example. My grandfather did not mind being the example. And rather you followed his example or not. He continued being the example mm. until the day they laid his, his, his body to rest. So with the foundation being God, because mm. nothing stands outside of standing on God. Nothing, nothing prevails unless it is in the care of God. Nothing is going to progress and multiply unless the Bible says, unless ah. the Lord builds. You better right? say it. Unless the Lord builds the house, mm. well, what, what is going to happen? Mm. Unless God builds it, it's going to stumble. It's going to fall. It is going to tumble down unless the Lord builds a house. It doesn't matter how many builders you have. It doesn't matter matter your, your, your blueprints. It doesn't matter the ingredients. It doesn't matter the money unless the Lord builds the house. You're laboring in vain. So That's unless the it. Lord builds the village, unless we get our instructions from the Lord, unless we have godly examples in the village, we are laboring in vain. We're on this podcast in vain. So we have to start with the fundamentals. You're not going to start a a, a 10 year old or eight year old old with calculus. You're going to make sure they understand the basics. And we've gotten so far away from Mm. the basics that Mm. people can't recognize what is righteousness and what is unrighteousness. Mm. It's like the church is blending too well with the world and we're not seeing godly examples. We're seeing more celebrities than Christians. We're seeing more people 
people who are trying to go viral than making God go viral. And so it starts with a foundation and that foundation must be God. It's, it, it also is very important to have godly examples. There are too many godly examples that's being undermined, too many mm. godly examples they're being overlooked. And it seems like, see, this is why God says what seems right it ends in destruction. And so what we have to understand is who owns all of these platforms. See, we, we don't have many Christians who are owners of these platforms. We're just on these platforms. Okay. Say so, and say so, so. So, so, so what goes viral, it is to benefit the platform, not benefit the kingdom. And so I want to encourage somebody that's listening, maybe your post and maybe the things that you're doing is not going viral, but that doesn't mean you stop talking. That doesn't mean you stop posting. That doesn't mean you stop commenting. That doesn't mean you stop living. Again, my foundation um, uh, uh, was my grandfather who preached the word of God. He hmm. was the godly example and he was the foundation that God used. Even though I didn't make a decision suddenly for the Lord, I knew once I did, I had an example to go by. I had a blueprint. Who is the blueprint in your village? Who is that person that you know is living a righteous lifestyle and that's going to give you the word and that's not going to be afraid to tell you the truth and don't mind offending you a little bit. Don't mind hurting your feelings a little bit. Don't mind wrecking some stuff in, in your life so that you are in a better position with Christ. The foundation, godly examples, and laying out some rules. See, God laid out some rules for us. That's the third thing. If we're going to build, we got to have the foundation. We got to have some examples and we got to have some rules. And see, society has dummied down the rules of God. Society has said, oh, that rule, that's an old rule. We're progressing now. That's an mm. old rule. We're more modern now. God says, I am the same today. And I yesterday <laughs> and forevermore. And I change not. So when we understand our foundation, see, it's something about cement that's not going to change. Mm. There's something about cement. Your foundation is not going to change. God's character is not going to change. His person is not going to change. His expectations of us is not going to change. And so we got to continue to lay out basic rules because see, the, the society changes rules every election cycle. Wow. But God says my rules are to keep you, to keep you covered and to keep you protected. And we've gotten, gotten away from God's rules and we've adopted society's rules. And I this is why our village is burning. And this is why our people are suffering. And this is why our children mm. are going wayward, wayward because of the foundation a lack of examples and a lack of rules. My, 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 my. Look, that was the plan. Do you hear that? We got a plan of action. We need some people to stand up, to be examples. And then we need them to follow the foundation. What was laid, the Bible, what, what are the principles? And here's the crazy part about it that I love what she said. She said, you can't separate the two because you're so much entwined with it. We can't tell the difference. And so we have, there has to be a difference. There has to be a difference between the people of God that suffers violence, but take it by force. 
versus God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. There has to be a separation of the two. Just because I see you bless us and you doing the things of the world, you get the blessing just like I will receive the blessing. But when things are about to attack us and we're suffering, we got to learn what it means by taking it by force. And if we're not walking in that true authority, like she said, of God and putting those principles like they're supposed to be, then we can't take anything by force. We can't recover our village. So listen, a look, kind of switching the cha channels just a little bit, a little bit. You know, God gave David, um, he granted him the right to take back everything the enemy thought he enslaved. OK, I love looking at um, your snippets of your um, YouTube channel. I love the fact that you're dealing with restoring relationships. That's part of the village. Trust, mm -hmm. bond. Um, tell me a little bit, a little bit about it. I see you and your husband, how you do the YouTube thing. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What sells for these young people are YouTubers. <laughs> but here go a whole good example of a YouTuber that's teaching you something to stay married, that's teaching you something to build that foundation, that's teaching you something before you decide to get married. And so I just want you to kind of elaborate just a little bit about this YouTube channel. Well, you know, we decided, uh, my husband and I, to uh, collaborate um, and um, conduct a YouTube. We also have a Facebook group, Making Each Other Better with Walt and Sheikah. Mm -hmm. And the whole purpose behind Making Each Other Better is to uh, speak on topics and, and give certain tidbits to assist in building. Uh, there's so much tearing down. We see that all the time. But how can how can I make my brother or sister better? How can I make uh, this particular um, young girl or young boy better? If God has given us the tools, right, to to to, to be able to empower and to be able to um, inspire, how are we doing that? If, when people are around us, are they getting better? When they leave our presence, are they better or are they worse? And that's a question that we have to ask ourselves. And so, in the midst of conducting uh, making each other better with Walt and Sheikah, we want every person that experienced us as a couple or as an individual, we want them to walk away leaving better, mm. better in their mindset, better in their spirit, better in their eating habits, better in their relationships. We want them better because the better we become spiritually and naturally, the more glory we can give back to God. Mm. David mm. said in the word, he said, God, I can't praise you from a grave. Mm. My, my, my. In we order about, for me mm. to be able to give you the praise that you that 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 you deserve, in order for me to 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 be that person that people see that light that salt, I can't be down in the dumps all the time. Yeah. I need you to lift up my head, God. Mm. I need you to lift up my arms, God. I need you to bring me out of this rut, God. And so David made a huge point in other in order for others to witness his life and see that. 
that God is with him, he couldn't, they couldn't see that if he was in a grave. They couldn't see that if he was killed before his time. They mm. couldn't see that if he was always under attack or didn't win the, 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 the wars that were before him. And so God was with him and people saw that God was with him and they wanted to serve that same God. My, 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 my. This whole platform that God is allowing you to have is all about not only strengthening families, but strengthening yourself as a individual and taking care of yourself as well. I think that is so awesome um, that you guys wanted to deposit something. And I know you are hands-on as well. You're not just about talk now. So you're not just on these platforms just talking. You're out here putting in the work. <laughs> you know, not, not just... I just want to get on this thing and I just want to talk about whatever, you know, breathing hot air, as they used to say in the old days. You're just a bunch of hot air. I know that you have touched a lot of lives, especially with our daughters and your foundation, you know. But I want to pause. What are some of the things that you make up in your mind to show not just young people, because it's not just the daughters, you also deal with young men. Okay, now you're pouring over to couples and families and things of that nature. And this is not something you've been doing overnight. You have right. been working, you have been putting in the work mm. a long time. Okay. And so with that being said, just tell me, what are you pouring into them? And why would someone really want to become a part of your organization? Well, you know, um, so for over 20 years, I have um, customized and facilitated uh, personal development uh, programs for organizations, um, for youth organizations. And I've been a minister for the same amount of time. And you know something? People don't care what you know until they until they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And that is a quote um, through some someone. Um, and, and, and I've always thought about that. So most of the time when I go uh, to new environments or environments that I've been in, I have such a warm welcome because people know they can discern instantly how much you really care. And if there's a message that you're trying to get out and if there's something that you're trying to impart into others, it is not going to reach their spirit until they know how much you care. People know when you're just trying to go viral. People know when it's just a, a, a photo opportunity. These young people and adults, they know when it's genuine, when it's really God. And so one of the reasons in that, 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 that individuals um, uh, cleave to my influence the anointing draws, but they mm. know that I care. All right. So knowing that I care is the first thing, but I am anointed to do what I do. I cannot give any in my education, uh, my studies, uh, um, being um, a, a, a speaker. I can only acclaim the anointing of God on my life that mm. keeps individuals interested right? And coming back for more. It is the anointing. I am operating in the call that God has placed on my life before I was in my mother's womb. Mm. 
Wow. So so to many people that hear me, that have that has witnessed uh, my preaching or my empowerment or my facilitations, they are they, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you, you, you can speak to anybody. I can't take that type of credit because God is the one that switched and turned and, 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 and place me and position me to be who I need to be for the people that he brings my way. So so through right two books, uh, through preaching, through facilitating. People know that I care. People know that I am anointed. And the and last but not least, people know that I am knowledgeable. I stay in my lane. That's it. I'm That's not going to talk about cars. I'm not going to talk about building a house. I'm only going to talk about what I am anointed to talk about. And so that is where a lot of people mess up. You know, you get your audience, you get who God sent you, and then you start talking about this off stuff and there's no anointing on it. My, my, my. There's no knowledge on it. You're not operating in wisdom because what you're trying to do is you're trying to draw with your power and with your flesh and God has already given you all of your capabilities. So I stay in my call lane. And, mm. and, and and as long as I stay in the lane that God has has called me to, I will always have an audience. I my. will always make a difference. I will always make an impact. And I, I and my mindset, last but not least, is why I believe that I do what I do and people want to be a part of what I do is because I'm going to preach to one person like I was preaching to 50,000. And then I'm going to preach or speak to 50,000 as if I was speaking to 50 million. And so so size has never been an issue for me because I'm going to pour out the same love, the same passion, the same tenacity with five people in a room as I would if 100 million was in the room. And people notice that. People know, they 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 discern your motives. They, they, they see if you're just a crowd pleaser, or if this is truly something you are genuine about. And, and, and when they understand and they know that you are in it for the right reasons, they want to hear what you have to say. They want to be go. a part of what you're doing. There we go. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I all, once I got glued to you, that was it. <laughs> that was it. I'm just saying, you know, no, no, like, whoo, whoo, whoo. but seriously, the words that you speak, the things that you do, it's not like, oh, I like what she do. No, this is not I like what she do. This is her words that she's speaking is impactful, anointed, and it agrees with my heart. Not only that, the point of this beautiful woman of faith places the concern of our youth in her heart, grabs me every time. She's not just teaching them, but showing them, like she keeps saying, loving them and equipping them uh, to become everything successful in life with God's love. I have witnessed different videos and not when she has also came to speak at my school and talk to the young girls. And I, I noticed just through the virtual teaching when she actually did virtue. Um, how the girls was like so involved in what she was saying. And so I appreciate those opportunities, just having you a part of impacting the youth of our village. <laughs> like you said, I'm going to preach to one, 
like it was five thousand. That sounds like village type of caring to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna reach one, each one, teach one. You you get what I'm saying? So mm. that sounds like that type of village type of stuff. You know, oh my God, I cannot believe it. But you know, it's been a pleasure just having you here. I'm sure if you're listening. My congregation is tuning in. I'm, I'm telling you, these are valuable gems of knowledge. It's telling us what is God saying about our village, village and the state we are in. So I'm throw this kind of like crazy question to you. It's kind of offset because people of faith know there's always hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's always good to know there is hope and why. So my question is, is there hope for our village or in the future? Um, of course, there's hope. God says that heaven and earth will pass away before one, one part, one speck of his word uh, pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. God has already spoken a word over our village. Mm. God has already spoken. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, good health, even as your soul prospers. And so he's already sent out the word. So Mm. it's definitely hope. It's definitely um, a possibility. It's definitely um, a way you know, for our village to get to where it needs to be. Uh, But my question to those who are listening, are you going to be a part of the building? Wow. Are you willing to be a part? God has already sent his word. God has, God says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. I created you. You are the apple of my eye. There's already a mandate on our life Mm. to bring glory to God. So are we going to be a part of the building process is the question, because Mm. that is when hope turns into reality. Mm. We can hope all day, but hope has to eventually turns into reality. I can sit here and hope that when I'm done that I have me a German chocolate cake downstairs waiting on me. Right. Right. But that me hoping that is not what's going to bring it to pass. Mm. We got to do something. I got to make a call and say, Hey, cake lady, can you make me a German chocolate cake? What actions are we willing Mm, to mm, put mm. in place to make sure that our village is, is built? Are are we tired of, of, of seeing our young boys thinking that all they're good enough to be uh, uh, is internet rappers. Wow. Ending up killing each other a lot of the t- a lot of times on drugs, a lot of times, you know, falling by the wayside of society. Are, are, are we willing to change the perspective of our daughters? Society have shown them many images that, hey, the, the what's successful is your body, your features, mm. how how fast you can you can shake it and rock it and and drop it. Are we willing to show them different examples? Are we willing to make Christ the foundation of our homes? Are we willing to stand together as believers and shun anything that comes against the word of God? It's up to us. Yes, there's hope. 
But what are we going to do to change, to transition that hope into a reality? God is not coming off of his throne. He's put us here to do it. He's given us anointing to do it. He's given us power to do it. He's given us divine intellect to do it. Are we going to do it or are we going to tuck our tails in between our legs because we don't want to get canceled because we got to talk about some stuff. We got to talk about gender, gender issues and gender identities. We have to talk about what marriage really is and why God instituted marriage. We got to talk about how men should be treating women and how women should be upholding the role as a young lady because it takes anybody, can any female can be a woman, but it takes work to be a young lady. We have to talk about some hard issues and society has spoiled us. So yes, mm. there is hope, my, but are we willing God. to do the work to make it a reality? Here we go. Here we go. We got to put the work in, putting in the work. You got to put the work in. Oh my God, this is, whoo, this is so full. This is making my heart so full. And I don't know, no other words to say other than we have to put in the work because there is hope. And I love the part where you said, I stay in my lane. But then you turned around and said, I want me a German chocolate cake. I called it, but I'm going to call the cake lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, You Mm. hear me? Baking the cake is not her lane. Mm -mm. So she's going to call the person that know how to do that. And that's the problem. Nobody wants to reach out the call for the help they need to make it happen. And we have to work together to get it together. You know, our village is full of good wealth. And to claim it, we have to be obedient to God. She said it best. If we do what the Lord commands us to do, if we be willing and obey, (laughs) you should eat the good of the land. This type of good don't have you in the grave at a young age for the wrong reasons. This type of good won't have your family wondering why the police is knocking at my door, seizing all my property. (laughs) This type of good don't mind if you're not invited to the party. Mm. It don't mind if your platform don't have over 200 views. You hear me? This type of good you do because you're going to eat the good of the land one way or the other because you're so busy giving that you're not so busy wanting to receive. For the Bible says it is more blessed to give than receive. And our village is at a state that is full of wealth. It's a good, I mean, season. It's just a good season. But we got a bill. We can we in a season we have so much good word across the pulpit, and I mean they are very effective, but we don't want to build. We want the word, but don't want to build. Is that sort of like show me your faith without the word stains? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was mm-hmm. just trying to make sure you know people. You on it. Like, I was trying to make sure you know. Is this like I want I want what I believe? But I'm not finna do that to get it. Mm. Do you hear this? I'm telling you, the best opportunity in life is following God and not knowing the end result of why you're doing what you're doing, but understanding that God got it. You may know in your head 
I need my village to be restored. God may talk to you and say, do this, do this, do this and do that. And you may not even see the, the bricks that you laying at the time. If I was to if I was to ask evangelist Harris, when you start touching and reaching those young children lives and, and putting in the work, you would never in a million years imagine you would be here, right here today, going to colleges and speaking to young adults. <laughs> no one, you get what I'm saying? Yes, it's the truth. Given to families that are in need. So she's just not sitting up there just running her mouth. She gives our blessings too. So... Step up to the plate. You know, I thought about this and um, I'm, oh my God, it's, it's just, it's almost time to go. But mm. I thought, I thought about uh, when I was younger, my dad wanted to post some concrete. <laughs> um, where we were staying, he wanted to make the sidewalk um, bigger because we had a sidewalk that came up to the steps of our house and he wanted to make it bigger. And so uh, my daddy always taught me stuff. He was a handyman. So I'm a young lady, but I always tell the people when I'm doing something in the house, you know, my people, because they be tripping, like I don't know how to fit stuff. And I have to pull out my tool and be like, you know, my daddy was a handyman. Don't play, you know. And so, <laughs> yeah, I had to let them know. I could change a tire. I know what to go on underneath a hood because he made sure I knew those things, you know. And so, but during this particular time, he wanted to pull concrete to make the sidewalk bigger. He would tell my brothers, you can't let that concrete settle. You can't let that concrete settle. Keep stirring, keep stirring, keep stirring, keep stirring. You can't let it settle, you can't let it settle. And he would pull more sand in the bed and then he'd pull a little more whatever he need to put in there, yes. And he was like, you can't let it settle, you can't let it settle, right? He was like, keep stirring, keep stirring. We gotta pour it eventually, but you gonna have to keep stirring. And my brother's arms will be getting tired because pouring the concrete, trying to make this sidewall bigger, trying to make it bigger. And when they got ready to pour it in there, one of my brothers thought my daddy was playing. Like my daddy turned around for a little bit, probably about a good 10 minutes because he had to go do something else. He came back. When he got ready to pour that concrete, it had lumps in it. And so my daddy was like, you stop stirring. You stop turning that concrete. I told you not to let it settle. My dad said it's no, no good. Now he'll get this. <laughs> he made him get like a, a uh, what you call those things that you bust up the concrete with. He Ooh. said get this and bust that concrete up. It's no good. My brother said well we could just put more water in it and, and just he said it's no good. We was talking about the foundation. You get what I'm saying? Wow. He says no good. We want everything immediately. And we think we want to do the easy way out. But in this situation, our foundation have a lot of bumps and lumps and chunks in it. And the same way my daddy said, bust it up, bust it open, remove it. And they had to do the whole process over again. I'm telling you, by the time my brother bust up that concrete, and had to move them chunks from that sidewalk, he didn't do it again. Mm. So putting in the work makes you appreciate. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? What you're doing in your village. This is why we have so, you say we are spoiled. That's because we're not working for what we want. 
We want everything given to us. We find easy platform. What if they talk down social media all together? Baby, you got to put in the work to go get them CDs. You got to <laughs> go to the radio station. That's the work. You're going to have to grind to get to get your name out there. And you want to be praying that they play you on the radio. <laughs> the truth. The truth. You get what I'm saying? You're going to have to turn around every time you go to a a, produ- a production company, they say, oh, this is not what we're looking for. And you got to go to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. There's no putting in the work. That's it. <laughs> we want That's an instance, it. just that glory. And so I advise you again, you got to keep stirring. We're going to keep stirring this pot, keep stirring this pot, because eventually, Evangelist Harris, we're going to pour some foundations and there will be no lumps in it because it's going to be poured up under the anointed. Just like Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that is in you. But where did it come from? It came from back from who? From the grandmama. That's it. (laughs) You talked about that. Woo! This is a perfect time to end this podcast with prayer. (laughs) I would love for you to pray us out. Let the Lord lead you in this prayer. You know, because it's just time for us to recover all. It's just time. Mm. It is time Mm. for us to recover. Even if we got to bust some stuff open, the paint pour down something, we're going to have to do what we need to do. But it is time to pray. Please pray for us, Evangelist Harris. Yes, Abba. We just thank you for this opportunity, this this platform, Father. We just thank you for the boldness, Lord God, and the, the, the courage that it takes to start a platform such as this. So I just bless and I just pray that you would bless the woman of God who's over this platform and who is, you know, seeking many people uh, to to interview and, and talk about real issues and real solutions. Lord God, it is my prayer right now is that you would just give those who are hearing, those who are listening in the courage that it takes to be the example, Father God, to be the example and to lay down biblical rules, oh Father God. Lord God, let those who are listening, Father, put all heavy weights that comes from this world aside and take on your yoke that is easy, your burden that is light, oh Father God. Let us not be ashamed of your word. Let us not be ashamed of your principles. Let us not be ashamed of of who you are in our life, oh Father God. Lord, it is my prayer right now that you would anoint the ears and that you would open the hearts of men and women and children all around this world to stand for you. You are our rock. You are our foundation. Let us build everything through who you are to us, oh Father. In that sense, we know we will not stumble. We know we will not fall. We know that we will not misrepresent you if everything stems, hallelujah, from your character, from your person, Mm. oh Father God, and from your power. Lord God, let us not get caught up in being popular. Let us not get caught up in being celebrities. Let us not get caught up in being accepted, oh Father God. For you said that if the world 
world does not hate us, then we ain't doing something right, oh, Father God. Lord, Father God, so let us stand boldly, God, and announce and pronounce the ways of the Lord. Let us not get weary doing well. Let Mm. us not faint on our way to victory. Mm. Let us not throw in the towel before the game is over. Lord, Father, I just ask for abilities that supersede our expectations. I ask, oh, Father God, for provision for those who are operating on kingdom mindsets that you would provide and you would gift and you would give us all that we need to make an impact. Lord, Father God, on the lives of individuals that you have given us. Lord, I pray for our village. I pray for the men in our village. I pray, God, that that our men will not lose their flavor. Hmm. I understand and I see how society is trying to water down the position of men. They're trying to paint men pretty. And you've called men to be leaders of Hmm. homes. You've called men to be husbands, oh God. You've called men, oh Father God, to protect and to provide. And society is trying to dummy men down. They are trying to water down and taint the the perception and perspective of a man. I pray over our men and I ask God that you will put power in their wings, oh God. I ask, oh Father God, that you would, oh God, release an anointing over the men to walk and not faint, oh Father God. That you would loose an anointing upon the men to Hmm. rise up, oh God, and be there for their families, Father. That they will not be sidetracked, God. I pray for mothers and I pray for for daughters and I Mm. pray for sons. I pray for the village. I pray for the help that will will assist in the village, that Mm. the help will have the right motives, that the help will have the wisdom, the knowledge and the understanding. But most of all, that the help, oh God, will have the anointing in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord God, I thank you that 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 Psalm 91 uh is declared over our villages, God. Psalm 91 is declared over our villages. Mm-hmm. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I say of the Lord that you are our refuge and you are our fortress, O Father God. And we place every village, every household uh, that that represents, O Father God, this world. We place the village under the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for your anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens. And we thank you for making in every cricket place straight in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus mighty name. Well, there you have it. Another empowering episode that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Now that's power. Now this podcast today and it has lit a fire in your heart. But don't forget to tune in every week to continue to build your life as well as families and others. So until next time, we pray that God keep you, we're out.